Welcome to episode 7 of Escaping the Hamster Wheel. I'm your host Thibaut and today I'm going to talk about the on-site consulting learnings. So to give you a bit of a date, uh, it was around mid-November 2018 to March 2019. In terms of context, I just had landed my second customer and started working on-site. So I was, you know, starting to work with this customer um, around like mid-November uh, 2018. So uh, it was for two days a week, so Monday and Wednesday. And then, you know, as of January, uh, half of January until end of March, it was for three days a week from Monday to Wednesday. And so I was phasing out my first customer. The contract was being finished. And so checked for doing an extension, didn't work. And uh, basically what happened is that I didn't have this first customer extension, but I landed after my first 16,000 euro, I landed a 28,000 euro extension contract to work from January until end of May. And so I was going, you know, on site every Monday, Wednesday and Monday uh, and Wednesday, sorry, from mid-January. And as time passed, I started realizing a few things. The first thing was that consulting is a very challenging task uh, if you want to actually implement some real change and have a real impact. What I noticed is that it was really, you know, interesting to do some audits, uh, get some slides, share some ideas and really build some plans. But actually implementing the changes were extra, was extremely challenging. We were actually working with this customer, trying to go from um, HubSpot to Salesforce. The, you know, the migration was extremely messy, extremely challenging. Um, and so, you know, like I was over there trying to organize things and really drive this change. And there were so many moving parts, you know, namely so many human beings involved in that, that it was really challenging. So a second thing I started noticing is that startups are incredibly messy. So there's changes in priority every week. Um, you know, the executive team was trying to launch CDs uh, every different week. It was just really, really challenging and their priorities were always shifting. And I had this impression that they were kind of a dog running after like a, a bouncing ball. So, you know, every time it was changing direction, they were also changing direction. And new things kept popping every single day. So um, as time passed, it was very interesting to be there on site because I got to meet a lot of people, talk about a lot of different problems. But the customers started having expectation that, uh, you know, I was a bit like an employee for them. So kind of a, like a part-time employee. And basically, this started to look a lot like a job. So I was simply like a very expensive employee who was paid a lot more than the others, but who actually had no kind of a job safety, let's say. And they started asking, you know, requesting me to do a lot of things related to sales that were not so much into the scope we initially agreed. But it was more like, hey, I sold you some hours. This is what loosely we're going to do together. And then they started just asking me to do, for example, some uh, you know reports to actually do some salesforce implementation to do some salesforce documentation so i was doing so many different things and it was just like another startup job and so in december i had planned to work from madrid from madrid with ara my my wife and my girlfriend at the time and you know i mentioned that during a call and i got this email here so i'm gonna read the email i got it was from the cro basically I say hi Thibaut. You briefly mentioned yesterday when you left that you are actually not here on Monday and Tuesday next week. Actually, we're not so happy about that since you're being in office three days per week was agreed and seems also very critical since we have so many stakeholders involved and we need a lot of alignment in between with you. So um that was the email I received and I was like, Are you kidding me? You know, like I am my own, you know, I left a job because I don't want to actually work for someone. I actually have, you know, I'm free to go and to uh, to kind of like freelance. And basically the understanding was that I was delivering some time 
not really on-site. And uh, over there, I felt like, okay, if I'm going to do some on-site consulting, the problem I'm going to have is that people will expect me to be on-site and just going to be another employee. So the commuting was there every day was just like always the same stuff. And so this email, I was okay, you know, I'm going to cancel the trip. So I canceled the trip and, uh, you know, stick with it because it was still like a 28,000 euro contract. So I needed the money. So I did it there. But I started thinking about ways to make that, to prevent that from happening with the next customer. So um, I started thinking about building workshops, uh, you know, building some kind of training and really have something that is more of a defined deliverable that is not really related to, you know, doing some hours and being booked for hours. And I also understood that consulting had the wrong incentives. The problem with consulting, and, and actually you can see that in the big four companies like big four consulting uh, firms and all these kind of, uh, of, of companies is that the goal and the incentive for these companies is to find a problem and become part of the problem. Whenever you're doing consulting, you find the problem and you know you have like an idea of it. So for example, that was like building a sales process that was a problem or implementing or doing a migration. These are things that are very hard to model and to basically uh, just to kind of get right at the first time. And so what's happening there and the incentive you have is just to keep selling more hours. So if I have a problem and if I want to do migration, my goal will be to tell you a bit more about that. So find an audit and charge you for that. Then um, you, I'm going to basically like do the audit, charge you for that, then do a presentation on what you could solve, charge you for that, and then stay there while you actually are solving it and charge you for that. And so I understood that consulting was just really building like the idea if you want to be successful as a consultant financially is to find a problem and stay a part of it. And so that's really not what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a really strong, serious impact. And I noticed that, you know, being a consultant and more or less like a very expensive employee without commitment was not really the way to go. And at the same time, something happened. I started being approached by people who saw that I was working with customers and they started wanting a piece of it, basically. They wanted to become partners with me because they found that I was really able to get money, find leads, find customers. And they wanted to basically get a bite of that. So I'm going to tell you a lot more on that, on why you have to be careful with partners when people approach you with that.